everybody, welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break, one minute at a time. Whoa. I'm Murrin. I'm Jessa. I'm Elliot. Welcome Hi, back, Elliot. Elliot. I, we all said our just, I just said my first name and then you all followed suit. I guess you don't really need to know our last names. You said them in the previous minutes anyway. Indeed. I'm the all Elliot. The un-Elliot. Elliot, you are all Elliot, and all Elliot is you. Indeed. The Elliot that was, and the Elliot who shall be. Alright, well, this is minute 24, and this, uh, well, yeah, let's get to it. I'm really excited for this minute. Okay. Minute 24 begins with Swayze. Well, okay. Finally carving up a wave. Oh my god. All right. So, <laughs> so I have to just issue a correction here. Oh. That's not Patrick Swayze. Well, I know it's not Patrick Swayze. It is, it is Bodie. It is the character That's of Bodie. That's what I meant. Yeah. But that the person that we see surfing is not Patrick Swayze. I know. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so Lori Petty says, "That's Bodie. They call him Bodhisattva." <laughs> <laughs> Bodhisattva, yeah. Bodhisattva. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I, I read into her subtext here a lot as like, yeah, you feel it too. <laughs> it's like, the, the awe is just like, oh. <laughs> I mean, he, talk about orbit and like pure magnetism. Yes. Like, yeah. Um, and Keanu is just watching with marvel yes that and like at the very like cool surfing that non-swayze is doing um and do you want to d- explain who non-swayze is did you uh do you go over the end oh okay well i'll keep i'll keep going uh, uh, okay um so uh as non-Swayze, a.k.a. Bodhi, is doing his little cool, like, tunnel surfing and all that. So cool. He gives, like, a... <laughs> and then she replies to that by saying, he's a modern savage, a real searcher. <laughs> what's, what's he searching for? The ride. The ultimate ride. <laughs> Guy's even crazier than you, John. Okay, so I, I actually, I, I wanted to go over this... <laughs> the... the... The ride, the ultimate ride, is how she says it. She says it like I love how she says that line. It's so like, well, duh. Yeah, you fucking idiot. The ultimate ride, obviously. The ride. Yeah. What do you think we're all here for? Yeah. And then she, but she, yeah, it's like you idiot. It's the ride, and also there's a certain like she has that Lori Petty like her voice breaks a little bit, and it's kind of a delightful like the ride. Yeah. Just, and love, then she also follows it up by saying. Guy's even crazier than you, Johnny. Because Johnny so far has been so crazy. Well, I think she's referring to the fact that he, like, tried to surf a big wave without knowing how and almost killed himself. But, yeah, that's one That's yeah. one example. And other than that, he's, you know, he's been a pretty normal guy. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the minute ends with Swayze coming out of the waves. And this time it is the real Swayze. It is the, the real Swayze. And, There'll be no imitators. Oh, no imitators. Will There's... the real swim, swim, swim Swayze please stand up? Yeah. <laughs> that's a tongue twister there. <laughs> swim. Okay. The real swim Swayze. Um, so as he's coming out of the waves, one of his pals, who we will find out, is named Roach. 
catches a football on the beach and then throws the football to Swayze. And Mern, do you want to explain who the Swayze imitator, non-Swayze is? Yes. So uh, Swayze-esque. Swayze-esque. Yeah, this is Scott Wilder. He was Swayze's uh, uh, surfing double for the movie. Um, and he's done a whole Holy shit. How many is that? crap ton of stunts for a lot of different things. He was recently on Westworld. He True was detective. in uh, Batman v Superman, DOJ, uh, straight out of Compton. Wait, what's DOJ? It's Dawn of Justice. Is that what the cool kids that's, call that's it? That's what the, the true, the, the true B, BVS DOJ fans <laughs> call it. Abri- abreve everything. All seven of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm not one of them. Uh, in case you could tell with my, uh, my, my sarcasm. I'm so sarcastic. Uh, yeah, Furious 7, Taken 3... Uh, seven psychopaths, seven, uh, triple X, triple X, the original, the OG triple X, Terminator three, rise of the machines, Batman and Robin. It just goes on and on and yeah. on and on. He's definitely like an A-list stunt man. He was in, uh, what's, for a second I thought I said K-19, but no, he, he, he was not in K-19, <laughs> the Widowmaker, also directed by Catherine Bigelow. He was in K-9, the Jim Belushi movie. Uh, almost oh written by what i thought was steven seagal but is in fact no (laughs) steven seagal steven (laughs) the brother of jonathan livingston seagal steven seagal i have to say like steven seagal has has been added to the long list of uh sexual predators in hollywood no he has are you really sad about that no i'm not sad either it's one of the ones that I'm not like. I'm not sad that I won't really be able to talk about him anymore. He was always kind of crap, yeah. anyway. But yeah, there you go. Aww. It sucks. I've, now I feel like I have to make a statement about what's happening in society right now. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Everyone it's a bad it's time, shit. but we're gonna get through it and we'll be better for it. There we go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, that's Scott Wilder. Um. He is. Oh man, he is doing some crazy surfing. Yeah, the, the shot of him like leaning back into the wave, and it's like this perfect tunnel. It's kind of amazing to think, and like the the can whoever the it was Donald Peterman, the cinematographer. I always forget, I don't remember the names now, but they're doing a good job too. Or the cameraman, yeah, camera person. Like, yeah, they do a really good job of filming in the water. Um, it looks really cool. Yeah, I was watching, as I said in previous minutes, I was watching the, the special features, and there I did see a shot of uh, a cameraman uh, holding a, an underwater camera. It was like those sort of, like, big, like, plasticky... Was it just, like, standing in the waves? Yeah, it was, like, standing in the waves. Oh, okay. I guess, like, it wasn't underwater, but um, it was, like, they want to use waterproof cameras yeah. just in case a wave splashes, and they're pretty cool looking. Like, big yellow plastic thing. That's awesome. So, yeah, they were serious about their... We'll see some really cool underwater stuff later on in this movie. Yeah, that was a pretty cool shot. Pretty cool tunnel. Yeah, definitely. I uh, I watched this minute a bunch of times, and my oh. notes kind of evolved. Like, like my first pass through, I was like, oh, like wave tunnel. And then on mm-hmm. my second pass through, I was like, amazing surfing wave tunnel. And then my <laughs> third pass through, I kind of just started writing fan fiction. I was like, <laughs> charging through the wave tunnel like Poseidon, emerging from the sea to take Keanu as his bride. <laughs> Like, oh I was just, I, love it. I was taken aback. I gasped. I cried. Oh I, my gosh! You need to write a fan fiction between Swayze 
and Keanu. Wow, you don't know how far my notes go. Maybe I already did. <gasps> oh my oh, god. I can only hope. I'll, I'll invite you to the Point Break Listener's Surf Shop on Facebook, and you can post that if you want. Uh, I'm already a member, I and say, uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I'm not, I'm not up to date on uh, on our membership. That's oh. the, That is A-OK. <laughs> yeah, it's it oh yeah him and swayze mm. oh my god i just wanted to say one more thing uh scott wilder's dad is glenn r wilder who's also a stuntman and he's worked on terminator 2 die hard and scarface which also other guy worked on too. and right? apparently he he did uh need for speed in 2014 get hard in 2015 so he's still going awesome. at age you know 70 80 what's how much what's his number of credits he's done he's done uh stunts for 168 things so that's that's a lot can you imagine being from a family of stunt doubles like yeah what does that thanksgiving look like <laughs> everyone's just in like casts and like, right oh yeah what did you get up this summer oh man i fell off yeah. a building yeah. I, uh, I was in a i was in two car crashes <laughs> you can only oh. eat pie if you like catch it in your mouth yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> they throw the food around and yeah. <laughs> and Mern, you have some notes here for Bodhisattva. A Bodhisattva. Bo- Bodhisattva. Bodhisattva. I thought it was Bodhisattva too for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds kind of cool to me. But yeah. Either way, they they call him Bodhisattva. <laughs> Who's <Yeah>. they? <laughs> <laughs> is, what, who is he? Ishmael. <laughs> And they all, like, all his friends have names like Roach, Steve. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get like, into the gang because we do see the gang for the first time in this, yeah. at the end of this minute, too. But, yeah, Bodhisattva, um, in Buddhism, Bodhisattva is the Sanskrit term for anyone who, motivated by great compassion, has generated Bodhisitta, Bodhisitta, which is a spontaneous wish and a compassionate mind to attain Buddhahood for the benefit of of all sentient beings. Non-sentient beings can go fuck themselves. <laughs> oh, and there's another definition. Uh, a person who is able to reach nirvana, but delays doing so out of compassion in order to save suffering beings. And I like that definition better because the first definition makes it sound like, like, I could, but I won't to help you plebeians. Whereas the other one is like, I don't know, just sounds better well and it works so well with this minute it's like he he literally just emerged from the sea like to to grace us with his beauty Mm -hmm. yes and beauty he does grace us with oh yes indeed yes yeah we're just getting the beginning of it um i also wanted to say the the one uh the one point like watching the double if you Uh watch it carefully you can tell it's not patrick swayze Mm -hmm. like he has the hair he has like the blonde highlights Mm -hmm. But you can, if you look at his face, you can tell it's not him. And there's the one point where he starts yelling. Mm-hmm. And I notice, like, the camera kind of cuts away from it a little quickly. And I was wondering if that's, like, he's getting a little too close. Probably. And the yell is, like, a little bit. But anyway. That's not the trademark Swayze yell. It, I feel like the yell is, <laughs> like, a good, like, that's something Swayze would do. Like, he's, he kind of has some vocalizations like that later on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I kind of noticed that. I wouldn't notice it without... Like I, I didn't notice whether there were doubles or not until watching this movie carefully. So, well, what do you think the name Bodhisattva kind of means in terms of its character in the movie? Because it's an interesting choice for. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I'm wondering where the evolution of this name came from, because Bodhi, on one hand, like, that just sounds like the quintessential surfer name to me. But does it only sound like the quintessential surfer name because of this movie? <laughs> because, I don't know. Chicken yeah, or the egg. Chicken or the egg, man. Um, but the meaning of the name, um, we'll get into this more as we get to know his character and, and uh, what, what he does in the movie, but it has a, it's really interesting. Um, he definitely, I'll go, go into it a little bit, I guess. We can... Yeah. I mean, Elliot hasn't seen the movie, so we can't really have a, a three-way convo about it. But uh, we'll just get into it a little bit. He, um, he, I think he is definitely, he definitely sees himself as someone who is trying to bring Nirvana to those around him. Mm, but I would say he is not ultimately successful. Not at all. Yeah, and he's a little bit. You know, you. I was thinking about the line between someone who is like sees them you know is like a wild child and you know breaks societal norms and then someone who is just delusional yeah and like it's it can be a fine line sometimes sometimes it's the same thing it's just yeah you have to i think that's there's a lesson to be learned in this movie um from him in that way like he is he is admirable almost all the way through despite his his misdeeds and I think ultimately he he saw himself as this, so a, a great you know a bringer of Nirvana, this person who's going to inspire people and sort of break people out of their their comas and and you know especially Keanu Reeves who is this you know he's an FBI agent and he's you know going down a certain path and uh, he'll eventually see a different path because of Bodhi, but Bodhi also gets some people killed mm-hmm. and that's not so great. Yeah spoiler who gave him this name like was roach yeah. reading a bunch of buddhism <laughs> one day and he was like oh hey this is like your name and kind of like what you do yeah well, he said they they call him bodhisattva so maybe they is his his gang I, they just like we we, ha- we got a cool name for you bro i feel like, <laughs> like either you know, steve is not gonna cut it anymore yeah. you're not a steve <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i feel like it's a name he probably just gave himself. Oh, I totally agree. And then mm-hmm. told people that they called him, that they call him that. Yeah. Or his name was just Bodhi, and then he changed the spelling to be a cooler spelling, and then was like, "Oh, it stands for Bodhisattva." And like, his real name is never revealed in this movie. Like, even though, like, the FBI is after him at a certain point. Like, they never have a scene. <laughs> like, they have a scene earlier on where it's like. Uh, Tyler Ann Endicott, born nineteen sixty four, five foot six, and like they never have that for him. They never yeah, like real name. They never go like Steve Hawaii. Yeah, because like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. everyone has a state for last name. Yeah, obviously. Yes. Yeah, like I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I would totally name my child that, but Talk won't. About that, yeah. Um, but definitely won't. You, you won't, but you kind of want to. I kind of want to. Yeah, but I won't. Um, Are you talking about Bodhisattva or Steve Hawaii? I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, Steve is one like uh, no. You but really don't like the name Steve. I don't. It's one of those names like I just can't imagine a baby Steve. Or it's like a baby Linda, you know? Yeah, it's, it's of the previous generation. You know? Yeah. I mean, no, no shade to any of those Steves out there. You got, you know. You're named what you're named, <laughs> but, um, but I don't know. I, 
Yeah. I like the name Bodhisattva. Yeah, it's a good name. Um, and it's it's interesting because my dad's Buddhist and I've grown up with, you know, in a Buddhist household. And that's never something we've necessarily talked about. Um, so I'm curious. I mean, there's definitely many forms of Buddhism. And my dad definitely does the more Western forms of Buddhism. But, um, yeah, I'm curious how prevalent in the different forms of Buddhism the idea of Bodhisattva is. Um, Because it seems like almost like a Christ-like figure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like no pressure, but uh, you're someone who will achieve nirvana, um, (laughs) but but not live in that state so that you can grant it. Yeah, which makes him emerging out of the waves a little bit like more cool and mystical. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was already pretty cool and mystical. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so excited to see more of him in yeah, further just minutes. Welcome officially to the movie, Patrick Swayze. Woo! Now he, he may have appeared in previous minutes. We don't know yet. Now this is the time for the all important question. Oh yes, it is. Are you a Patrick Swayze fan or a Keanu fan in this movie only? I had such a ride with this question, having listened to previous episodes, but also having not seen the movie. And so when I first heard the inception of this question, I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm a Keanu man. Like, he okay. is ageless. He's a beautiful elf. He's, I mean, and once I saw him in this minute, I was like, he is wearing a tight, wet leather suit. He is, mm-hmm. a, he is a beautiful bondage elf at the beach, and this is everything I could ever need. Like, <laughs> yes. they're going to ask me this question, and I'm just going to laugh at them and say Keanu. Um, and then I saw Patrick Swayze in this movie. And right? honestly, I flipped immediately it was like the first time i saw jacob in twilight i was just like oh never mind like (laughs) sorry yeah no i've been wrong forever um (laughs) you know i uh i watched thor three today and so i have some chris hemsworth on the brain and patrick swayze in this movie he looks like chris hemsworth and adult simba had a child adult simba oh my god you're so right such a good comparison he's just shaggy and beautiful and so like earnest and like yeah no uh swayze all the way it it, it is it is a crime that keanu was awarded sexiest man over him i don't yeah i don't understand as i've mentioned in a previous episode uh, patrick swayze was named people's sexiest man alive this year in 1991 so he really did win the better uh the more prestigious award there but But like that just even more begs the question like who paid off these judges like yeah what what scandal took place behind the scenes (laughs) those those crooked mtv movie awards (laughs) (laughs) what did keanu witness that needed to be kept quiet right was this extortion is this robbery like i yeah somebody wrote the wrong thing on the card and they were too embarrassed (laughs) to fix the mistake Uh, I mean, I would think so, because in what world is Keanu the hotter choice? I mean, so far, only one person has honestly said Keanu, hands down, without Mm. wavering. Yeah, Interesting. I I have to ask, though, was Swayze in that minute? No, No, but but... they have Mm. seen the entire movie a couple Mm -hmm. of times. Okay, okay. So they, so, they knew what they were talking about. Yeah. I'm going to give them that, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think I've, I've talked about this a little bit. Uh, Patrick, I think you, you brought up an interesting point that you were you were with Keanu until seeing Patrick Swayze in this movie, and I think it in this movie is an important distinction. Yeah. Absolutely, because yeah. pa- Patrick Swayze previously to this he was in Ghost, he was in Roadhouse, he was in Dirty Dancing, uh, and you know he's perfectly attractive in all of those. But sure. something about the shagginess, the blonde shaggy hair. And the the attitude that he has, this, it's like all the, in that swagger. The swagger that he has, he's he's a little more. He's cutting loose a little more in this movie. Like in those movies, he's a little more of like, I am like, you know, he's a little more uptight. He's a little. He's not like the crazy man that he is in this movie. He has. Mm-hmm. It's just well, something I, to that. I really have to go back to Simba from The Lion King. Like there was a there was a girl in my tenth grade Spanish class who had a massive crush on Simba, which I did not understand. <laughs> and I threw a lot of shade at her, and like I side eyed so hard I could see my prefrontal <laughs> cortex. Um, but when I watched this minute, I got it. It just like clicked in my head. I was like, oh, like Shaggy is okay. I get it. This is Simba, but a man. Um, and that man is Chris Hemsworth, and he's he's just beautiful. It's like it's like Keanu is gorgeous in this movie. You know, I mean, he's a, he's a yeah. he's a beautiful, amazing, vampiric elf. But like, I feel like Keanu, you know, would like have a great time with you, and then go into the West and leave you behind. Yeah. But like Swayze would live his life with you. Yes. You know? he, he would, would cha- he would change your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He would he would he would join your lives forever. You would die yes. in each other's arms. Mm-hmm. That's totally it. It's like there's this like romanticism to him that's mm-hmm. just like, oh, you're gonna protect me, and mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you will fight off all the other lions. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you, will, you will throw Scar into the flames. <laughs> Take the kingdom that is yours. I mean, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can dig that. Was there anything else? I mean, on on that note, is there anything else you want to add to this minute? Um, we could talk about the gang a little bit. Um, uh, we see you mentioned Roach, mm-hmm. played by James Lagrosse, who throws the football to him. We've talked about these guys; they were all in the credits. But uh, yeah, we have Roach, we have Gromit, played by Weirdest Bo name. Jesse Christopher, <laughs> and uh, and Nathaniel. Played by John Philbin, <laughs> the one with the only one with the normal name, yeah. Nathaniel, <laughs> and not Nate, Nathaniel. I think, I think they call him Nate at some point in the movie, oh, really? but they also call him Nathaniel. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh, Bo Jesse Christopher and John Philbin were both surfers first and actors second, mm-hmm. and they were hired because they were surfer dudes who could also act. Um, and I think they do a fine job in this movie, mm-hmm. especially Bo Jesse Christopher has some really good stuff uh, later on. They have a really, and they just have you know they they wanted people who knew the lingo and had a good vibe already, and they definitely bring that. And uh, James Legrosse is um, he's more of a real actor, and we talked about him uh, before, but we'll come back to him. He uh, he's done just a ton of movies, and uh, previous guest Niall McGowan I think brought him up and talked about how like he is kind of like he's been in every not every but like so many great movies as like the guy who's in one scene interesting he's just like he never he's never been a star he's never had it you know he's just a character actor who shows up and he does his job and he's just sort of developed a reputation for himself in that way and i, I think that's kind of cool and he's uh he's interesting watching him in this movie in later minutes uh he kind he has he doesn't say much 
he uh, the the part of uh, Roach. He's kind of like the the other two guys, Bo Jesse and John Philbin. Um, they they have like sort of the big flashy lines, and he's just kind of he's a little more chill. And it's interesting to see that like they got the real actor to do like the more subtle part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only other notes I took on this minute, I mean, obviously the football catch was amazing and yes. like took my breath away. Like, oh, you have you've come back from Nirvana. Like, <laughs> this is your first gift to us. Um, yeah. But then, I mean, I don't want to get too blue, but like the line searching for the ultimate ride, like <laughs> I just that was ribald, like and played right into my fan fiction. Like, oh, you, you found him already. Here he is. Yeah. <laughs> right. The yeah. ultimate ride. <laughs> Yeah, and we can a, all he's agree a mo- he's a modern savage. Yeah, a real searcher. <laughs> we can all agree that those words would ring true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we have? We want to give our recommendations. Hmm. Awesome. Warren, why don't you kick us off? Sure. Uh, I was struggling to think of a, a movie. We, As I said earlier, uh, we try to think of movies first, but it really can be anything. And I I, uh, I was recently cast in a music video. Woo! This is kind of a backdoor brag. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> I was uh, cast in a music video I'm going to be filming on Wednesday. Um, don't know what I'm doing for it yet, but it should be fun. And it's for uh, an artist named Logan Lin, who I had never heard of before. But I just looked up uh, his videos and... He's pretty good. It kind of sounds like Nico Case, uh, Bare Naked Ladies, that uh, kind of thing, kind of like, kind of soft alt rock. Um, and he, uh, the unique thing about him, he's from Portland. Obviously, I'm filming it in Portland. Um, and he has a very, you know, he's very upfront in his music and his music videos about his, um, he's either gay or bisexual. And he just is very, it's very upfront, very uh, in the foreground. And um, there's a music video where he's like showing all his his sexual partners in bed with him and like how he is, it's like about how he's like not nailed down. I, I, I didn't really listen to the song that carefully, but it's like, it was very upfront. And I was looking at the comments and there were people who were like, I appreciate you, you know, li- you know, showing, showing who you are and, you know, you're, you're so fabulous and all that. And I, so his music pretty good, and uh, his message is great. His message is great. So, um, yeah, Logan Lynn, L-Y-N-N. That's awesome, but also has made me so curious what your role will be in this music video. Right? <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, I'm fascinated. Have they, have they given you your briefs yet? Yeah. <laughs> mm. I'm going to be bringing my own briefs. Um, oh, good. As far as I know. No, uh, all I know is they want me to be clean-shaven and wear a suit. Ooh. So I don't think I'm going to be in bed with him. Mm. Although you know you that's know that's the what they want me to do. Up. I I'm fine with that. Start in a suit. I will keep my fingers crossed. Oh yes. All right, Ellie. What are your recommendations? <laughs> totally. Uh, mm-hmm. My recommendation this week is a show called Terrace House. Um, I am not a huge reality TV fan. Uh Um, I do watch a little bit of The Bachelor with my friend's mom. um, (laughs) As one does. the life I live. Uh, My friend (laughs) is also there, but it's really me and his mom. But um, I I stumbled onto this show. Um, It's on Netflix. Um, It is a Japanese reality TV show. Um, A lot of comparisons get made to the real world. It's it's a group of fairly young, fairly beautiful people. They live in a house rent-free and 
they get a car they can drive and that's kind of the end of it there's no like challenges there's no drama there's no confessional there's no like real goal um a lot of people come to this house with the idea of dating other people but not everybody they all have jobs and lives and it's so good and kind it like it kind of makes me think of the great british baking i was just show, about to ask right and that it's reality tv but they all just want to help each other out and they're all like they're in it together um this sounds amazing it, yeah it's wonderful it's like it is a, a panacea for all that ails you um it it warmed the some deep dark crannies in my soul that i didn't realize needed light and help um it's phenomenal um there's there's two seasons you can watch on netflix there's um aloha state but the the precursor to it is boys and girls in the city um start there watch it you won't regret it um oh the one key piece is there's there's a panel that watches the show with you um and they're all hilarious japanese comedians and one boy um who is just there um but they're 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 hilarious uh they're very funny and they kind of like contextualize the show with you like um cast members can electively come and go which is really interesting like people when they have decided they're done they just leave they don't like try to play out anything prolonged and terrible um and so the panel though stays the same and they they're like my best friends um i love them all um i want to spend holidays with them this um, sounds and, amazing yeah i think we have to watch this now like i cannot recommend this show i mean enough. one of the i mean i'm always usually like like you probably put off by reality tv because it's just a well of negativity but totally if that well of negativity is not there then yeah awesome there are like three like real fights and they're all just like these people are roommates and they are like struggling to get along you know it's not like oh you you know made out with the guy i was trying to date in the hot tub while (laughs) stealing my dog you know right yeah exactly it's like hey you were a dick to me yesterday like let's talk about that oh work it out yeah it's like on great british baking show where it's like they lose it's like oh well it was a very good time, you know, I'm glad, glad to have been on when I could, and I wish them all the best. <laughs> That's kind of the end Absolutely. Of it. And then when they win, it's like they get, like, a plate. Yeah, there's no money. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. You know, like Briti- British like competition shows. There's never money prizes. It's like a hundred dollars. Yeah, and just like bragging rights. Yeah, which is sweet. Oh, so that was Terrace House. Terrace House. Terrace not, House. Boys and Girls in the City. Not Terrorist House. Not Terrorist House. That would okay. be a worse show. Very probably. different reality show. Yeah. Most... A little too real. Yeah. Indeed. Well, my recommendation for the week is going to be different than that. Um, it is uh, the Mark Duplass understated horror film, Creep. Um, and Creep is about a man who answers a Craigslist ad and drives to a stranger's house. The stranger is Mark Duplass um, to film him for the day. And Mark Duplass tells this man that he is dying and wants to make a movie for his unborn child. Things start to get weird when Mark Duplass asks the man to film him taking a bath. And then things get real weird real fast. And it's this type of horror that's like, you don't know whether like you're you're kind of put in the man the viewer is put in the man's shoes um the man who has been asked to videotape this 
um, because it's all done in shutter, I know, to a lot of people, but the, you know, handheld camera, like, um, what's the word, found footage, quote unquote. But like previous recommendation in Rec, it's for a purpose. Yes, it is totally for a it purpose. It makes sense that it's found footage. Exactly. Um, and it makes sense why they would keep on taping during scary things and all that. Um, but they put you in, you you get put basically in this man's shoes and as an audience member, you're like, am I just being a little bit too judgy? Like, is this just like kind of an eccentric guy or is there something super batshit wrong with him? And should I go with my gut? Um, and, uh, some really interesting things play out and, um, it is very understated, um, but I like that. And so I definitely have to recommend The Creep. Or no, there is no the. It's just Creep. Creep. Yep. Just like that. I, I think I remember <laughs> looking up uh, the the guy who made the movie, who is also the, like, the... The person who is the mm-hmm. videographer was like a it was like a student film or like he was just very like indie and he just happened he like asked Mark Duplass to be in his movie and it was well, like Well, it's produced by the Duplass brothers. Okay. Well I, I thought I remember yeah. something. It was yeah. like he was like I had this idea and like went to them or something like that. Cool. And they were like, Oh yeah, sure, it looks good. Awesome. And that's so it's kind of like a first time filmmaker getting a good that's break. I mean that that would be a killer film. Yeah, to Mark have. Duplass is like He's usually good. Like his sort of mumblecore stuff is sometimes it can get a little mumblecorey, and yeah. you can take that or leave it. But he's so he's so creepy in this. Yeah, he is unsettling. <laughs> it's, a, one, it's like a, the... a wonderful horror movie performance. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those things where like I could totally imagine him being a real human being that I could meet. And yeah, it's like yeah, it's like oh, I've I've yeah. met this person before, exactly. and then the way it goes is like oh crap, <laughs> was I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody's had this guy ask them to film in the bath. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know, no, it's those bath filmers. Yeah, <laughs> if I had a nickel. Yeah. yeah, so awesome. So we have Terrace House, Logan Lynn, and Creep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on Point Break Minute, Elliot. Oh, it, it has been my pleasure. It was uh, a joy I had a to have you. Time. <laughs> I especially appreciated your description of Keanu Reeves as an elf. <laughs> that is, I, I would say that's my head canon, but I think that's just canon. Canon. Yeah. Um, I believe it. I'm a Keanu elf truther. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he cannot age. There are uh, dozens of us. Dozens. <laughs> Oh, it has been lovely talking about butts uh, with you too. We just it can, always we can mention butts in every episode. I mm-hmm. think that's that's our goal at this point. I feel like we don't do that enough. Yes. We should get together and have a great butt chat. Yes, please. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, to another Point Break minute. We'll see you for minute twenty-five, brah. Woo. Thanks for dropping in the wave with us. Woo.